Hey, buddy. What? So you remember when we were in the theater watching Multiverse of Madness, and then I turned to you and I'm like, you know what I really like about this movie? That it really stayed within Doctor Strange's world. Yeah. And then you started laughing at me. like Because, like, it really it stayed in, in his world. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain later what I meant, but you got a point there. It definitely did not stay in his world. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Geekology 101. My name is Diego. And my name is Joshua. And you are now tuned in to Geeky Conversations Between a Father and Son. Where we break down geekdom to a science. But today we're going to break down geekdom into mystic arts. And also some witchcraft. You have said before here on the show that I never have high expectations for any movies. You don't have high expectations for movies a lot of the time. That's true, but I did have high expectations for this movie right here. Yes, you 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 did. You, you I did. I was like so excited. You were so sitting in your chair. You were like, <laughs> yeah. And like your sister came up to me and she was gonna tell me something that she heard someone say on TikTok about like how to prepare for the movie. I didn't even let her get like a, a sentence into what she was saying before I was like, wait, 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 wait. no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I was there. I was yeah. there. I had to apologize profusely because I told her I was like, this is my religion. You have to understand. <laughs> I may have gotten carried over. I need to center myself. Anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and give our thoughts on uh, Multiverse of Madness. And we're watching this one day after watching the end of Moon Knight. So not a lot of news has happened. So we really don't have any news to talk about. Not between... at all. This episode is yeah. literally coming like right after that episode. Yeah, it is. So, um, so we're going to dive straight into talking about the movie spoiler-free at first. Uh, then we'll take a break, give you guys that spoiler warning that you love so yes. much. And uh, and then talk freely about spoilers. So, let's get into this thing, man. All right, man. So, again, spoiler free. You don't have to worry if you haven't seen the movie yet. We're not going to get into anything to spoil the plot of the movie. Uh, any surprises that the movie has. And it does have surprises. And uh, we're, we're not going to spoil any of that. So, uh, buddy... What did you think overall about the movie? What, what was? How did you walk away based on like your expectations? How did you walk out of the theater? Four point five. Well, I didn't ask you for a star rating. I don't care. <laughs> Jesus, four point five, huh? Mm. Okay, I'm not ready to give a star rating yet. I actually want to discuss it before I get there because I I have, I feel like I wanted to have this discussion because mm-hmm. we really just walked out like an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Um. So I'm still processing a lot. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I liked, and let's just go back and forth with stuff that we liked. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if you want to talk about things you didn't like, spoiler free, you can. Okay. Um, one thing that I really liked is the fact that this paid off. It's no mystery that Wanda is part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had been mentioned by Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios that WandaVision was going to influence and affect this movie. Yeah. This is by far the first example that we truly have of how influential the Marvel shows are. Yeah. Right? It like like WandaVision is like really affected this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean WandaVision was essentially a prequel to this movie. Like it, if WandaVision didn't exist, mm-hmm. then this movie wouldn't exist. Yeah. And and the 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 beautiful thing 
about what this movie does in conjunction with the Disney shows is that it shows us how much can be taken care of in like character development Mm -hmm. on a Disney Plus show at a slower pace that then can drop us straight into like a much more powerful movie including those characters you know like everything that Wanda went through in WandaVision and we're we're gonna talk spoiler free like we're gonna spoil WandaVision like you know if you haven't seen it by now (laughs) Um, but that is absolutely something that you need to watch before you watch this if you haven't because then there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're only going to get hints of yeah. um, that you, you, you wouldn't understand. So Wanda's entire journey saw like a culmination in WandaVision and it was like a real turn for the character. Yeah. You know, we saw just the beginning of the Scarlet Witch side of her. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie... That continues in space. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. I like it because it makes me think about the other Disney Plus shows. Well, what? Actually, never mind. You, you said it continues in space, but they're not really. No, no, in, in spades. spades. Oh, I thought like you said in space. It continues it a lot. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it just makes me think like for everything that we just went through, for example, on, on Moon Knight, that all that story is now something that doesn't have to be told to us in a movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That means that whatever next appearance Moon Knight makes, he hits the ground running. Mm-hmm. He's already a much more advanced version of himself than what we got at the beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, it's really encouraging to know that these shows are truly going to be impactful to the MCU. Like, this is not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is not... In humans, you know. I mean, obviously, it's not Agents of Shield because Agents of Shield had its own version of the Darkhold. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, it's encouraging to know that this truly is an interconnected universe, and the stories that are being told on Disney Plus are not just canon; they're really influential. Yeah. So that was really one really cool aspect. What else? What else? You got something else uh, that you uh, liked about the film? I liked. Um, I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. It's been shown in the trailers. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked America Chavez's character. Oh yeah, yeah, she was cool. Yeah. She was cool. I think she kind of. Um, she's like not a damsel in distress. She's just like not she hasn't been fully realized yet this is like a a learning journey for her Mm -hmm. right and so i'm really curious to see her after this point more developed Mm -hmm. because like the the, what i've read i read a a, a comic series recently uh, of america chavez called made in america chavez made in america Mm -hmm. um and in there she was already like fully capable using all her powers her powers are like really cool Mm -hmm. what what kind of powers does she have she has like everything is like based around that that energy that like opens portals and stuff like that Mm. and so she's able to like everything is like star shapes of energy and like shapes of stars yeah Yeah, because like all the all the stuff that has to do with her is like in stars in this movie yeah and so like when she punches it's like powered by that same energy She's just super powerful, and then she has, like, the ability to create portals Mm. and that sort of thing. 
Um, but she's really cool, and like her attitude, her whole swagger, her and uh, Kate Bishop become BFFs, and um, they're like, you know, some of the like the newer, younger, like Kamala Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, her character was pretty cool. I I think it was a fun introduction, and now I'm curious to see like where where that keeps going. Her story, Wong. Mm-hmm. He was pretty badass in this movie. We see him fight. Yeah, we see him fight. That all those cage fighting trainings that he <laughs> did with uh, Emil Blonsky. Yeah. That we got shown in uh, Shang Chi. Apparently, they paid off. Man, dude was like, he was <laughs> he was swinging swords. He was doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Um, I love the fact that this movie didn't just ignore. I feel like Doctor Strange has been part of such huge stories already in the MCU. Yeah. That it could have been easy to ignore a lot of details from the first Doctor Strange movie. But they didn't sacrifice this as a sequel. Like, this was truly a Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah. And it carried over a lot of the um, character relationships that that he had with other people. Mm -hmm. It didn't carry, like, anything really. I, I feel like it didn't carry anything from the last movie. From Doctor Strange? Like, uh, none of the, like, villains were the same. None of the, none of the villains were, like, even similar at all. None of the, um, Mm -hmm. like, none of the motivation for the villain was similar. None of the, like... I mean, do you want, do you want things to be so similar? I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily, but I don't want it to be, like, so absolutely different. Like, for example, compare this to, to the Iron Man trilogy. Mm-hmm. Right, you got Iron Man one. It's the origin story. It's his beginnings, and Doctor Strange, the first movie, follows a very similar formula to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like Iron Man, it's like a redemption story. The first uh, movie, yeah, yeah, and him yeah, discovering yeah. new purpose. That's exactly what happens in Doctor Strange, but with magic instead of tech. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in uh, Iron Man, he ends up fighting one of the people who is a more seasoned tech guy or whatever you know like his mentor type of character Obadiah Stane Mm -hmm. his elder right he ends up fighting him and he ends up crafting himself his own suit of armor so it's armor against armor Mm-hmm. Right? Like that's a big third act. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange is the same thing. Like, he ends up basically facing off against Cassilius, who mm-hmm. is a much more seasoned and more experienced sorcerer. Yeah. Um, and he ends up going up against him. And Dormammu. Big, big purple cloud. Your Mamu. Your Mamu. <laughs> Your Mamu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> um, and then in the second Iron Man movie, though, um, you have Iron Man kind of facing the same character like Ivan Ivan Vanko he ends up creating his own arc reactor he ends up creating not a suit of armor but like a technological suit with the whips and he becomes whiplash Mm -hmm. and he ends up facing off against him oh no and then in the end he does create his armor what am I talking about oh yeah yeah and so it's like basically like a very similar pattern you know except in this one Mm -hmm. um Ivan Vanko isn't necessarily like a way more seasoned, grizzled, like. Um, you mean in doc- in multiverse? No, in, in oh, in Iron the second Man one. Two. Right. Yeah. No, but I'm saying it's like a very similar threat. I it's just another guess. guy in, a, in 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 a tech suit. Whereas, like, multiverse of madness takes Doctor Strange's world, which is that whole magic side of the MCU. And takes him on a very different journey, but still set within that whole magical world, you mm-hmm. know? Um, 
And I feel like the threat is very much in tune with the kind of things that Doctor Strange is supposed to protect the, protect people from. Yeah. You remember in Infinity War when Iron Man is like, what exactly do you do? Do you balloon animals? And he's like, no, I, pr- I protect your reality, douchebag. <laughs> well, here he is, still protecting reality, right? Mm. Doctor Strange 1, he protected <clears throat> it from Dormammu and Cassilius trying to bring the Dark Dimension and take over Earth. Yeah. And in this one, he protected it against another threat, but this time coming from the multiverse, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's still protecting reality in the end. But felt very different, you mm-hmm. know, in a way. I was kind of like mad about no spoilers. Yeah. I was kind of mad about who the villain was. That was a curveball, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a curveball. I gotta agree. I was kind of surprised too, man. Yeah. I was kind of surprised too. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that in spoilers. That was a that was an interesting one for me too. You were kind of mad about it. Yeah, like I I. <laughs> I didn't want that character to be the villain. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, what else? Sam Raimi. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. <laughs> I gotta say, man, this really did feel like a Sam Raimi film. Really? Did, yeah, they let the guy put his, his signature fingerprint on it. He... Like if you look, if you look at, if you compare it to like the Spider-Man movies that he directed, or you compare it to like Army of Darkness, there's a certain jerkiness to the way that he edits his his cuts jerkiness? and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these weird like zooms onto people's faces and like these weird cuts to like a very different thing in the scene. Like there's these weird little transitions and things that are very much like his signature style. Mm. Um, and I liked it. You know, it it was it was different. It was dark. It was pretty yeah. dark at times. Like, yeah. Pretty creepy. I don't think like little little kids should probably go see this. Yeah. Like there's some moments where you're gonna get some demonic faces all up in your grill. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not exactly. Uh, it's not the campiness that we're used to from Marvel. Yeah. Definitely Marvel's like darkest thing. Like this, along with Moon Knight, mm-hmm. I would say are are <clears throat> classified as the darkest parts of the MCU so far. And the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. The, yeah, that's true. Well, that's that's a whole other category. Uh, but yeah, I liked I liked that signature kind of style from Sam Raimi. Definitely some visuals that are not things that we're used to in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else can we talk to before spoilers. Um, the visuals were incredible in this thing. Yeah. Holy cow. Also, like, the CG and VFX were really good. Yeah, very good. Uh, although there were a couple of times when there were... But they, this was in the trailer, so there's no surprise here. No spoiler there. But uh, when they were fighting the tentacle monster, mm. there were some scenes where I was like, oh, it's very green screeny. Really? Yeah. But still very, I mean, very impressive, man. The whole, mind you, this the majority of this movie must have been visual effects. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was amazing to look at. And the whole multiverse thing, like, they really, they played with that, man. That was, that was impressive. That's yeah. another thing. This movie truly lives up to its name. Multiverse of Madness. Like, yeah. the multiverse was in this, in the DNA of this movie. And it was freaking madness. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It, it held nothing back. I'm, I'm nodding my head if, if you can't tell. <laughs> uh, without spoilers, were you happy with the cameos? That 
that's kind of spoilers. It's not. I'm just asking if you were happy about them or not. But what if what if the people don't know that there are cameos? I'll spoil the fact that there are cameos, but that tells you nothing about the story. The cameos, I liked who the cameos were. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's seen all the trailers has definitely seen spoilers of cameos. <clears throat> oh without yeah. Without a doubt. Like Captain Marvel, the Shield, the person was shown on a trailer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's obvious. Yeah, Peggy is Captain Marvel. You know what, man? You know what? Are you just like, are, are you sitting over there just like waiting for me to make a mistake? Yes. Just waiting yes. for me to mess up yes. so yes. you can pounce yes. on me, you treacherous little minx. Anyway. Just a uh, I think we come about as far as we can go without spoilers. So um, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get into our spoilerific discussion of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. We'll be back. Your mom. Buddy, you know when I drop you off at Taekwondo practice and I go walk while you're in there? Yeah. What I'm doing while you're doing Hadoukens and learning how to fatality people is... Listening to audiobooks. Really? Yes. That is one of my favorite pastimes, listening to audiobooks. And my app of choice is Audible, as is yours. It is. So what have you been listening to recently on Audible? I've been listening to Number the Stars. Right. And I think it's just a really, really interesting and cool World War II story. Mm -hmm. And it, like, explains how the people in Copenhagen saved the Jews. Right. By sending them to Sweden. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And wow. then they, and then the Jews lived in Sweden for like years until the war ended. The events are real, but the characters are not. Well, on my end, I just finished recently the Alien Three audiobook, mm-hmm. which is an adaptation of the original. Uh, script for the third Alien movie. And then I'm also about to finish the prequel book to The Batman. Oh, yeah. It's a story that tells you basically everything that happened before the events of the actual movie. And that's been pretty cool. I've gotten a lot of cool little cues uh, from that. And you, too, can experience really cool stories, whether it be from superheroes or from other corners of sci-fi, or if you're into history, or if you're into motivational-type books, you can head over to audibletrial.com slash G101 and get your first book on us. It's a great way for you to support the show and get yourself a book in the process. So remember, that's audibletrial.com slash G101. And we're back. And we're ready to talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness completely freely. So, if you have not watched this movie in theaters, which I highly, highly recommend that you do, you may not want to continue on. Pause this episode, save it, make sure you download it to your device, and then come back after you've seen the movie and, uh, you know, join the conversation here with us. Uh, so, spoiler alert for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert! I want to start off by pointing something out. What? That just dawned on me. What? Multiverse of Madness. Those initials spelled mom. Oh, my God. You see where I'm going with that, though, right? Oh, I think I might. I mean, we're, we're talking spoiler spoilers now, so... 
this entire movie was essentially a mother trying to get to their children get to her sons yeah i don't know do you think it's a coincidence because <laughs> <laughs> we had no clue that wanda was gonna end up being the main antagonist mind you no that's not true some people did speculate that like i thought know. that she was going to be may may i thought that she was maybe mm-hmm. going to be a minor antagonist i thought that she was going to begin kind of like as an antagonist but eventually like throughout the movie realize like no this isn't me mm-hmm. you know and join with strange to take on the main villain yeah but I never would have expected that she, she was actually going to be the villain. villain of this movie. That's crazy. <laughs> so that was like the first twist, I think, that this movie delivered. Like when it dawned on me, it was when he goes to visit her in the garden. Yeah, and then he's like, hey, can you help with this girl America Chavez? <laughs> yeah. and, but, no, he but didn't he, say his he, na- her he, name. He doesn't say her name. Right. And someone was chasing America, trying to kidnap yeah. her before this. And All then, these creatures that yeah. had runes on them, remember? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And then after, the, before Strange ever tells Wanda yeah. America's name, right? Wanda says, "Oh, why don't She's you like, just... why don't you just bring America here? And then, and I then, can protect her. And then Wanda's like, "You didn't tell yeah. me her name, did you?" <laughs> that was like a little meme. <laughs> yeah, a little meme moment when, like, when you when you realize you said too much. <laughs> yeah, and so they should uh, make that a meme template. All right, and, and then as they're talking. Uh, you come to realize, like, wait a minute, like, it slowly dawns on you, like, you and I kind of turn to each other, or you told me, <clears throat> you're like, hold on, does this mean that Wanda's the one sending these things? Yeah, I was like, wait, like, like how does this work? And like, I'm like, yeah, I think it is. And then when I thought about the runes, mm-hmm. the fact that, like, the tentacle monster had runes all over his tentacles, along his tentacles, that's when I realized, like, holy cow, this is Wanda controlling these creatures, trying mm-hmm. to get her to basically absorb her magic like she did with Agatha and anyone else at this point that she can do with. Yeah. And then uh, using that capability to travel across the multiverse to go and get her kids and bring them over. So that was crazy for sure. Mm. Um, and so like talking about the story overall, that is essentially the story. Why Wanda, as a result of everything that we saw in WandaVision, and really her entire story in the MCU, she ends up deciding that she is going to find a way to get her kids by her side. And in the multiverse, there are variants of her who has who have actually brought these kids to real life, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain how. Yeah, they don't explain that at all. But they've come to life in other, in other universes, and uh, she's essentially going to kidnap these kids. Like, I don't think she thought through yeah. the whole thing, because that's essentially what kind of makes her calm down at the very end. Mm-hmm. When she realizes, it's like, oh my God, they're seeing me. These kids are seeing me as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And their mom, their version of me, they're seeing her as a good guy. Here I am, the monster, trying to take them from their mom. Yeah. And when she, when that dawns on her, like that's when she kind of gives up her whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but up until that point, this woman was like straight up the villain of the movie. Uh, trying to obtain America to get her powers. And then Doctor Strange is trying to protect this girl. I, I'm not going to lie. Wanda. Um, I thought that the villain of the movie would be Mephisto. I thought it was going to be like Nightmare or something like that. Really? Yeah, because that was kind of rumored to be the villain. Now you know that Marvel's toying with us with these previews, Oh, yeah. Because notice how, like, he's like, you know, that they... 
every night that's it's the same dream and then come then when I wake up then that's when the nightmare begins. Bro, like nightmare. Guys, nightmare. we have to stop like we we saw the thing in Moon Knight the like uh the the director said, "Oh no, that's not Jake Lockley." <laughs> Um, Andrew Garfield said, oh, no, I'm not in Spider-Man No Way Home. But you see, that's what I'm saying, though. But yeah, they, we have they to drop stop these... trusting people. Yes, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I kind of like that. I like the fact that they're playing with us to that degree because that just means that we got to chill. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop trying to figure out the stories before they're they're being told to you. Yeah, just, like just accept the story that's being put in front of you. Mm-hmm. You were going to say something? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, so um, about the the story overall, anything else that like stood out to you about the story? Um, no. Americans, America's origin story. And I'm not talking about like the American Revolution <laughs> or something. One day, George Washington decided <laughs> yeah. he wanted to have freedom. Um, the story of this character, America Chavez is is that you know she has she lives in this place a utopian parallel mm-hmm. uh, which is another dimension but she's been like experimented on or researched or something and she's part she's like in a facility from the latest comics that i read her moms were actually um people Scientists? who worked there yeah oh yeah and they became like enamored with this girl and they protected her and saved her and like it seems like almost like if she made up the fairy the the the, the the story of mm. like a regular childhood uh. when in reality that wasn't it at all. Like she was kind of like trapped in this facility. Uh, I'm guessing that the MCU has changed that, right? It seems like what they told us on screen was that she really was raised by two moms and she was happy. And then a bee stung her, <laughs> freaked her out. <laughs> I don't think and, it even stung her. Oh yeah. She, it seems like she just got afraid of it. Yeah. And then she just boop. Yeah, that was kind of a weird detail, wasn't it? The bee? Yeah. Yeah, Wu-Tang Killer Bees. Back, oh, okay. Killer Bee from swarm. Naruto. Naruto? There's a Killer Bee? Well, like, there's a character, his name is Killer Bee, and he, like, raps. What if this is that bee from the Bee movie? Hmm. Where Jerry Seinfeld plays the bee. <laughs> anyway. What uh, are we talking but, about right yeah, now? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but no, yeah. So, so uh, it seems like they're changing the story, right, of of America. And I like I like what they did. I like the fact that it was like kind of like a rescue mission almost. Mm-hmm. Um, that that brought her over to this world, and then she had to learn how to trust this strange, because she had been kind of slightly betrayed by the previous strange from her world. Yeah. And uh, by the end of the movie, of course, she's like, you know, I'm glad that you know I crashed onto your reality. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, all right. That so that's about story. Let's talk a little bit about cameos, man. Cameos, 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 cameos. All right. Well, the first cameo I want to talk about. All right. Who is your favorite cameo? We'll talk about all of them. But who's your favorite, favorite cameo? cameo? One right now. John Krasinski. Damn it! You took it. Fantastic from Four. Your. Yo. Yo. I I straight up flipped out in the theater. Like we were all like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a, that about, was baby. a theater clap. That's what it's all about. That was a theater clap. This was Marvel paying off fandom in a big way because John Krasinski <clears throat> has been fan cast as, as Mr. Fantastic Mr. so many times. Yeah, for a long, long time, and Marvel gave it to us. And mm-hmm. I honestly, 
I can only hope that when the character is brought to life in the main continuity of the MCU, mm-hmm. I can only hope that it's still played by him because that was awesome. Yeah, because like as we said, as we said in the opener, yeah. I mean like this is totally still in mm-hmm. Strange's world. Right. Stop hating on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but one thing that I did notice, the four on his costume was exactly like the four in the logo that Marvel has showed for that movie. Really? Yeah, like when they announced the movie, they showed like the four was appearing. It's exactly mm. the same styling of the four. Exactly the same? Yeah, so I gotta imagine that that is... Because they could have easily made it more like the classic Fantastic Four suit mm-hmm. or something like that to maybe imply that this is the Reed Richards from another world. Or, or they could have made it fan stick They, even worse, could have made it fan stick <laughs> yes. Thank God they didn't make it fan stick uh, but man, he looks so good as like an older Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they can, you know, de-age him and, you know, not dye his hair, sides of his head white. But no. What do you mean? I no, I'm know. saying for when he plays him as in the normal Fantastic Four movie. No. Which I got to imagine is going to happen. Anyway, that to me was my favorite cameo. Second favorite for me was um, Professor X. Yeah. Particularly, of course, the great uh, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, playing Professor X. But this is not the same Professor X from the X Men movies that we've seen. Because I think when that man rolled in, he rolled in in the, the yellow, yellow wheelchair, in the yellow robotic wheelchair. Yep, and you had the playing in the background. Come on, man! <laughs> oh my God, the, I the, got chills. The, ca- the cartoon. The cartoon, the cartoon Professor X, yeah. Um, now, I don't know if this is a cartoon Professor X, like this is the live-action version of that one exactly, or if it's a variant of that one. Mm. I gotta imagine it's a variant, because of course in that world, um, like in the 90s cartoons, we saw them interact with Captain America and Spider-Man yeah. and all that kind of stuff, so um, Captain Carter wouldn't have been, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then surprisingly enough, they introduced Black Bolt officially mm-hmm. into the MCU. Black Bolt being the leader of the Inhumans. Yeah. That was unexpected for me. And it was actually the same actor that played yeah. Black Bolt in the Inhumans Wackazoid uh, TV show. Yeah, a show that I haven't watched. Um, by that point, I had already kind of checked out of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that was kind of inspired or a spinoff of sorts of Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did introduce the Terra Genesis Mist and all that kind of stuff that creates yeah. Inhumans. Uh, well, it introduced Inhumans, I think. And um, this was the same actor, but with a more comics-accurate suit. Yeah. And I gotta say, it was pretty badass. Yeah, like, it, is that in the comics where when it, whenever he talks, he like... Yeah, he doesn't speak in the comics. So what is so his if superpower? He, if he exactly? does, his superpower... Good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue, man. I've been very uninterested in Inhumans in the comics. I'm not sure. Is 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 he like that one kid that you? I gotta imagine me? he does something with lightning. I think it's something with lightning. Because but isn't his power in in this movie like if he talks he? Like... That's one aspect about him. I definitely remember in the comics like he doesn't he doesn't talk at all. Mm-hmm. And so like in the. Um, if he talks, what exactly happened? Something like what you saw. It's like super destructive. Mm. I I remember in um in the comics that led up to Civil War when the Illuminati was gathering. Mm. I remember him sitting there because he is part of the Illuminati in the comics, and um and he never spoke. Mm. 
Mm. He just kind of voted by putting up his hand or whatever, you know, for whatever was being discussed. We're we're leaving one cameo out. Uh, well, no, we're not done yet. Mm. Uh, but that was pretty. That was surprising, right? Now, now that that part is important. The black bolt thing is important for a couple of reasons. Number one, because of course it introduces the the concept of Inhumans into the MCU. Yeah. But number two, He's the we one. do have we do have Miss Marvel coming up, and Miss Marvel, oh. her original origin story is supposed to be that she's an inhuman. Really? Yeah, like she oh, was yeah. created through the Terragenesis, like in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's interesting because that means that maybe there's a possibility that Miss Marvel's introduction and her origin story could end up being part of the introduction of Inhumans. But that could what be interesting. what I was gonna say is that um, Thunderbolt, that Black Bolt, Black Bolt, yeah, is that Black Bolt was the one who killed that universe's Doctor Strange. Yes, it was, with just the sound of his voice. That was really cool too, because like you could tell that the Illuminati and that universe had been together for a very long time, mm-hmm. and so like they had all accompanied each other and been and been been uh, you know friends to each other, and so when he killed him. His words were, "I'm sorry," and then that those were the and words then that killed words him. Those words destroyed him. That's freaking powerful, man. That was really, really cool. It almost makes you want to like <laughs> explore more of that yeah. of that world, right? Mm-hmm. That was a pretty interesting world. You had Ultron centuries. Yeah, the the Ultron like the mini Ultron robots. Yeah, so that means that in that world, the Ultron initiative actually worked. Mm-hmm. The Ultron uh, idea by Tony Stark, and and or maybe in this one it was actually by Hank Pym, who was the original creator of these things. Yeah. Um, so again, just like that world is that universe seemed very interesting. And the world itself, like when they arrived in there, remember how it mm-hmm. looked kind of like futuristic, but at yeah, the same like time a lot nature. of nature. But also very cool. <laughs> what was funny is that when Wanda was invading that whole facility thing. Yeah. Um, uh, she like ripped off a robot's head, and then it was, and then it was on the floor, and it was saying like Ultron system <laughs> detached, yeah. and then and then she was just like, I'm tired of Ultron, and she just crushed the yeah, head. Yeah, she does not like Ultron <laughs> at all. Um, you know another thing that uh, just since we're on that point of things that Wanda doesn't like, it hadn't really um, connected in my head that Doctor Strange gave up the Time Stone to Thanos. Yeah. And Wanda tells him at one point, is like, you gave the, the the stone to to Thanos. Why did you give the time stone to Thanos? And him when they're giving, having the conversation in the garden. Yeah. So and also like, um, you know, Wanda like Thanos reversed Wanda's yeah. killing a vision, so that right. he couldn't get the time stone. Yeah. But um. So if he hadn't given him the time stone, Thanos wouldn't have been able vision to re-kill still, Vision. Yeah. So the sacrifice and Wanda having to like overcome the grief of killing him. For the sake of saving humanity or saving mm-hmm. half of all people, wouldn't have had to be relived. Yeah, which is crazy, you know. Like I, I hadn't put two and two together, but um, it makes for kind of like a little vendetta against Strange mm-hmm. for Wanda. Um, but yo, that um, the the Professor X cameo, the fact that he actually well, first of all, she faces off against this entire Illuminati squad and just wipes the floor with them. Mm-hmm. They gave her a fight. For a bit, it was yeah. actually interestingly enough this this version of Captain Marvel, who was Maria Rambo, yeah, um, Monica Rambo's mom. I guess in this reality, she's the one that ended up going and doing the test pilot thing with the Tesseract, and she ended up killing mm-hmm. or getting blasted with the energy. Um, but it's her and Captain Carter who was introduced in the What If animated yeah. series. 
them two were the ones that were gonna that were kind of giving her a little fight there because mm-hmm. um, Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards got turned to spaghetti mm-hmm. and that was uh, sad. Captain Carter straight up got her own shield. Oh, dude! Like cut through through her, her body, and then and then yeah. the, the shield was like slathered in her own blood. But nothing worse than Black Bolt's death. Oh, oh Black Bolt! My oh, Jesus God. Christ! When Reed Richards, when when Wanda walks in and all the Illuminati are there, kind of like facing the front, uh, standing in front of her. Reed Richards says, <clears throat> "You know that Black Bolt could destroy you with one word from his mouth." And then Wanda's like, "What mouth?" And mm-hmm. then he she did the whole Neo thing from yeah. the Matrix, <laughs> like his mouth disappears, and then disgustingly, oh my god, like it was honestly disturbing. It was very. Like, his brain explodes. That was so freaking crazy. And man. you can like see it through the jaw. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> what he tried to do, he freaked out when he realized he didn't have a mouth. Mm-hmm. He freaked out and he tried to talk. And again, that whole pressure of the, the, the power of his blew voice. Blew his head up. Blew his insides out. Uh, crazy. Like that's Sam Raimi right there. Yeah. That is a, that's a very Sam Raimi move. And Sam Raimi, not from Spider-Man, Sam Raimi from Army of Darkness and his horror movies. Like, <laughs> that is the Sam Raimi darkness right there. Uh, that That is like a signature of his. Uh, yeah, that was crazy, man. That whole fight was crazy. But then the Professor X thing, I really thought, I got to be honest, this is one thing that kind of disappointed me. I thought that when I saw Professor X come out, he was the last one of the Illuminati left alive. Mm-hmm. And when he started going, he went into Wanda's mind, which I is see. very smart. That was very Professor yeah. X thing to do. And he went into Wanda's mind and she went into his. Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes. No, no, no. They both went into each other's mind. Did you no, not they understand? didn't. No, what was happening is that remember at this point, what Wanda's doing is what, what is it they call their dream walking? Mm-hmm. Dream walking, which is this whole thing in this movie where uh, me from this universe, I use the dark hold and I gain this ability to tap into the to, to take over for my consciousness to take over the body of, of a variant from another universe, mm-hmm. a variant of mine, and then I can start controlling the variant's body. Yeah. But because it's still that variant's body, what happened is that Professor Xavier took over the mind of that Wanda from his universe. Mm-hmm. And then inside of that Wanda's mind were now his consciousness and and Scarlet Witch's con- consciousness. Yeah. And so, like, that's what was facing off inside of the oh. Wanda's mind. What, what, what was disappointing <clears throat> to me was that Professor X, especially if this is a Professor X from a universe that developed similarly to the 90s cartoons, mm-hmm. in his universe, Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. Wanda is the daughter of Magneto. He has dealt with Wanda before. Ah. So I was sitting there like, oh my God, are they going to like explore this? You know, is he going to like talk to her and try to calm Mm -hmm. her down and tell her, he's like, there's a world where not only are you, uh, you know, a friend to me, but we have an entire race of beings called mutants, you know, that we're Mm -hmm. a part of. Like, instead of trying to do all this, to just uh, find your two children and steal them from another variant of yours, why not help me bring up, you know, the mutant kind from your world? Hmm. I was expecting something like this because I was like, dude, this is a perfect moment. You got freaking Professor Xavier and Wanda Maximoff <laughs> meeting 
let's use this to tee up mutants in the MCU. Yeah. But no. Nothing was done to <laughs> introduce mutants Exa- at all. Basically, what, what, what Professor X did in this movie, mm-hmm. in a nutshell... Talked to Stephen Strange for a little bit, rolled out, went into Wanda Maximoff's mind, tried to get Wanda Maximoff out of some rubble, and then got, uh, yep. and his neck got snapped. His neck, his neck got snapped inside his mind, and then it did the same thing in his body. That was crazy. Yeah. And that was the end of the Illuminati. But one thing that's important to talk about when it comes to the Illuminati when they're telling him and when they're explaining to Strange like the whole exposition of how it was that they got created, that why they exist and how Doctor Strange in their world ended up playing out. Yeah. They explained that it was actually Strange the one who, who created, created the Illuminati. Illuminati. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm pretty sure that in the comics, the one who makes it is Tony Stark. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that in this one, obviously Tony Stark is dead in, in the uh, 616 universe. Mm-hmm. But the fact that in this one... It could be Stephen Strange. That means that he might be doing this in his own world in the six one six universe. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. we uh, the the MCU universe gets addressed by name as the six one six. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, when um, Doctor Palmer from uh, what is it? What's the number that they gave themselves? Eight eight three eight or something? I think I don't know. It was I'm eight something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then she she says we've designated your uni- your Earth your universe as six one six. And then he he kind of make fun of her made fun of her for that. Yeah. He was like, really? You guys are in the business of naming universes? <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, that's uh, any other cameos? Oh, Bruce Campbell. Yes. <laughs> as a hot dog seller. <laughs> no, no, no. As a pizza ball seller. Yeah. Yo, that looks legit. Pizza balls. I never want to try it in my life though. What? Oh, come on. Oh, my God. This guy. I'm never <laughs> taking you to the multiverse. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Uh, yeah, man. Bruce Campbell, he got uh, cursed by Doctor Strange to be hitting himself, smacking himself for an for entire week. For three weeks. <laughs> for three weeks. That's right. Three, three weeks. weeks. Yep. Um, I mean, you know, Sam Raimi loves Bruce Campbell all the way back from Army of Darkness. Uh, he was in every single Spider-Man movie. He was? Yeah, he, he had cameos. Like He played like different things. Like, in one, he was an usher at a theater. In another one, he was like the guy at the di- the engagement ring store. Oh. Yeah, he's like every, in every one of those movies. Uh, so you have to imagine he was going to show up here, and that's how he showed up. He was selling pizza balls, which pizza I ball. want in my mouth. You can make that. Lo quiero en mi boca. You can make that. En mi boca. You can make it. All you got to do, get some like bread in the middle. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, then, sur- then, like, surround it with cheese, right? Surround right. it with cheese and, like, melt it onto the ball of bread. Then Do you, you really want this thing to be, like, a solid ball of bread inside? No, I need some pepperoni cheesy goodness in there. Yeah, n- yeah, no, 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 but look, but look, but look. The pepperoni, then you <laughs> put the pepperoni on and inside of the cheese. And then you, and then you like, um, okay. bake or cook or whatever you do to it. That sounds... I think you should create the TikTok recipe. Yeah. Good job, son. No, Babish. A Babish? Babish! Yes! Oh, my God. If he doesn't, you know he's going to do it. He has to he do it. He has to do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, good call. He has to do freaking pizza balls. I'm going to sure. comment on every single one of his videos. <laughs> for real. Uh, yeah, that that's a good point. He's probably going to do it. Um, music. The music was composed by Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, of course, is the Legendary. guy who made the... 
he he had my number one theme song in our theme song yeah. episodes a couple episodes ago, which was the Batman theme song. Mm. Legendary composer. And he teamed up here with Sam Raimi to create the score for this movie. And man, it was so cool. That scene when the two Doctor Stranges are doing like a magical guitar hero fight. Mm-hmm. Yo, come on. That's like imaginative as no, hell. No, literally. Uh the the regular Doctor Strange uh-huh. took notes out of some music out of some sheet music. <laughs> yeah. Then he threw them at regular at, at, at evil, evil Doctor Strange. And yeah. then evil Doctor Strange made uh music music lines. Yeah. Just to catch them and rearrange the notes to make his own song. <laughs> so so freaking cool, man. Like visually, it was so fun to watch, and then the music was matching what they were mm-hmm. doing. So it was like different music notes and things, you yeah. know. And like they were composing music as they were like preparing all the musical notes to shoot them. Mm-hmm. That was so cool, man. That's one thing that I love about these Doctor Strange movies that they play with the weirdest things. Like remember that yeah. battle between Doctor Strange and um, Thanos? Oh. You know, when, like, Thanos, they're, like, blasting at each other different things. Mm. And, like, Thanos throws a bunch of stuff and at him and Doctor Strange turns it into, like, butterflies or something. Didn't, Do- didn't Doctor Strange, like, turn it into, like, money? Money? No, it was, like, little bugs, little flying bugs, Oh, because it looked, like, green. And, hmm, I thought it was money. I think they were little butterflies. Um, all right, so cameos. Any other cameos that we need to talk about? Let's talk about the variants. Doctor Strange variants. There was only like two. I gotta say, they tricked me. They tricked me with the whole zombie thing. Oh yeah, you thought it was an actual like, yeah, zombie? Because we had just come from seeing the zombie world, right, in, in the What If mm-hmm. series. So I figured if they're bringing Captain Marvel, or I'm sorry, Captain Carter from that, they're gonna bring the zombies. They're showing the zombies that look like zombies. Be careful. No. I will correct you. Oh yeah, I, I know, yes. You're a total Karen. Um... But what it ended up being was that this Defender Strange, who was originally shown uh, protecting America, he ended up getting killed. And then she brought his body over to the 616 it's, Earth. It's so funny how you just call them, how you just call her America. Because, like, oh, Doctor Strange was protecting America. Well, he kind of was. Yeah. That, that Dude lives he, on Bleecker Street in is, New York. So he, is protecting he, he loves America. America. Yeah. Now he has a second America to protect. Uh,. Yeah, so so um, it ends up being that this dead body of Doctor Strange that he ended up burying, he ended up dreamwalking into it from another universe. Yeah. And, and then, so it's actually the consciousness of Doctor Strange inhabiting this dead body, reanimating the body, which, which I, I will still argue that is a zombie. It's it, it's not a zombie. It's a freaking zombie, bro. Hey, Gwen, it's, it's not a zombie. Did you say Gwen? Yeah. Why? I mean... It's she. She agreed with you that it's a zombie, but it's not a zombie. Don't bring Gwen into this conversation. She's not here. It's me and you. So so what's up? It's a zombie. It's it's not a zombie, dude. It's a zombie. It's, it's a reanimated corpse. It's a zombie. But do, does it have the need to eat human flesh or human brains? We don't know what he would have been into. What his diet would have been if he would have stuck around in that form. <clears throat> we don't know. Listen, you guys out there, uh, you need to settle this for us. Write us at G101podcast at gmail.com. G101podcast at gmail.com and let us know. Was it technically a zombie or not? It's not. You're whack. Uh, And then we had the other variant, which is like Dark Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. The other one that he had that music, uh, the Guitar Hero magical battle with. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Dude had the third eye. 
Mm-hmm. And then now our Doctor Strange 616 Strange has the third eye just because he communed with the dark cold, I guess. Yeah. Interesting thing that I pointed out to you when we were on the way home from, from the theater. Um, there's a moment when the Doctor Stranges are talking, the dark one and the 616 one, and uh, 616 Strange tells the other one, like, you know, what happened to you? And he says, well, I thought I had everything under control, and then I lost. And then 616 Strange tells him, lost to whom? And then he doesn't answer, he changes the subject. That was really interesting, considering that his universe was the, in the result of a, what is it, an incursion? Mm-hmm. When two universes collide? K. Uh, what? A. N. What are you... G. Oh, yeah. My suspicion is that it's actually Kang yeah. who he def- he got defeated by. And so, like, you know, Kang destroyed his universe. Mm-hmm. I imagine. That's my guess. I don't know. Um, uh, are any other cameos that we need to talk about? The variant from... I thought the variant from Dr. Palmer was pretty cool. The one from the Illuminati oh, yeah. universe. That one was pretty cool. I liked the fact that she was now like more of a scientist instead of a medical doctor. Mm. Uh, it just gave her like a whole different feel to her. I love the fact that they made this movie at its core about Strange's journey. Yeah. And similar to the What If episode that focused on Doctor Strange, it was about like him discovering how much he loved this woman and how mm-hmm. much he regretted not being able yeah to share a life with her right yeah and uh then there's that beautiful phrase that dr strange drops when he tells her what is grief if not love perseverance wrong mcu (laughs) thing son then he drops this line that is really beautiful which is you are the only superpower i ever had no that's from moon knight sorry that is from (laughs) moon knight sorry uh beautiful line when he says i love you in every universe come on man like Come on. That's how you get somebody to like marry you. Yeah. But she didn't marry him. She married some other wacko. She was like, guy. sorry, bro, I gotta go. She literally said, I gotta go. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so yeah, variants. Interesting. I wanted to see a Wong variant. We saw no Wong variants. I wanna see. <laughs> you notice that all the um, Wanda variants were yeah. less powerful in her? That that is mind true. you. We only saw maybe one or two. Yeah, we only yeah we we, we did only see but two. But we never saw one that had the Scarlet Witch power. Mm-hmm. Although the the Illuminati, I think it was Captain Marvel in the Illuminati mm-hmm. who said, um, "Let that witch come dreamwalking into our universe. We know how to contain her. Like we know how to stop her." Yeah. So. So that made me wonder, like, had they stopped the Scarlet Witch, like full on Scarlet Witch, in their universe? And then they made her like stop. Well, no, they couldn't have because that Wanda that 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 Scarlet Witch took over was from Mm. their universe, and she wasn't Scarlet Witch. She couldn't even stand up to Scarlet Witch. You feel me? Oh, (laughs) this variant thing is complicated. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe the Wanda from that universe lost the ability to become Scarlet. I don't know. I I don't know, man. I think the implication of this movie is that after you spend some time with the Darkhold, your your brain is kind of twisted. You're done. Yeah, and your fingers get real black for some reason. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, all right, let's talk about after credit scenes. Um. Yeah. So the first after credit scene, <laughs> I was like, what? 
yeah, so the first after credit scene, basically what happens there is um, we see Strange. Yeah. Um. Oh, at the end of the movie, to give some context. Oh, yeah, dude walks out and then just... Spasms Third eye. Out. Yeah, he like he like spasms <laughs> in the middle of the road. He yeah. walks out of the. Um, a little weird, I gotta say. Yeah, he spasms in the middle of the street, yeah. and just like third eye appears, bop, end of movie. End of the movie, yeah. And then the first after credit scene, we see him like walking down the street again, like nothing just happened. Hold on, what does that third eye actually mean? Power. It, like in 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 um in mysticism, a third eye means your enlightenment. Really. Yeah, like you're not just seeing with human eyes now. You're seeing with the with the spiritual eye, with the eye of of the the essence of the soul. Like you see ah. things beyond most people. Mm. So you've been awakened to the reality behind regular life. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that he can see now beyond our own reality, our own universe? Does it mean Maybe. that I don't know? He's like Neo now. He can see the code of the universe. Yeah, I wonder if it's something like that. I mean, they made enough emphasis at the end at the end with that scene, and in the after credit, in the first after credit scene. Yeah. So the first after credit scene. Yeah. Um, you see Strange walking down the street again, mm-hmm. and then a portal appears, yeah. and then a lady in um in a purple suit appears. Yeah. So um she comes from the same reality as Dormammu. Correcto. And she is actually Dormammu's niece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's like, hey, we have to right the wrongs that you did to the multiverse. Yeah. Her name is Clea, by the way. Clea, yeah, Clea. Yeah. Very interesting. So she is, uh, she comes from that dark dimension and she's a sorcerer in that dark dimension. Mm-hmm. So, mind you, she's played by, she's played by Charlize Theron, which was totally surprising. Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron is a very famous actress, great actress. And suddenly here she comes out wearing purple and all this stuff and like looking all superheroish. Mm. Um and she and Strange just kind of followed her into the, the dark dimension. And it was like the, it, we saw what what was inside of the portal. Right. It looked weird. You know something that was interesting? Um she was or he actually he's starting to get like very comfortable with darkness. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like at the end of the movie when 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 he spazzes out in the middle of the street and the third eye opens, he was freaked out. He looked like he was in pain or something. Mm-hmm. But then in this after credit scene when she's like, Are you sure you can handle it? And suddenly he opens up his third eye and, and he was like, Oh no. yeah, whatever, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there was like a cockiness. Yeah. And like a weird comfort with just entering the dark dimension. Like mm-hmm. it's all good, right? Yeah. Which is not a place that typically also- Masters of the Mystic Arts are supposed to be that yeah. comfortable with. Also, um, Dormammu in the first uh, game, no, the first movie, um, he's like a cloud. I don't know what he. I don't even know what he is. He's mm-hmm. like a cloud is the best I can say. Yeah. Um, but how? Assuming he has a sibling, right? Yeah. His sibling has a child, which is um, Clea. Mm-hmm. So why isn't why doesn't Clea have the same body like type as Dormammu? Um, is probably, the, probably for the same reason that Ego, the Living Planet. Oh, they can like choose their form. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I would imagine you know he's one of those type of gigantic beings. I guess. Mm. 
I would imagine. Uh, but an interesting point uh, in the comics, uh, Clea is a sorceress and the, the disciple, lover, and eventual wife of Dr. Stephen Strange. Really? Yeah, that's pretty interesting considering that now this movie pretty much closes the whole romantic thing with Dr. Palmer. Mm. Right? You would agree? Yeah. Yeah, unless he like starts a real long distance relationship across the multiverse <laughs> with like eight eight three eight Doctor Palmer. Um, but now he's kind of a single and ready to mingle. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is the beginning of some sort of relationship. Do do people say that? People used to say that way back single in like the seventies or eighties. Yeah, single and ready to mingle. Do, do you have a problem with that? I I maybe have a problem with the amount of boomerness. Oh. That you have. Oh, that hurt me right in the genealogy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm just curious to see if like now she's going to become the love interest of Doctor Strange. That could be pretty interesting. Look, I think that this movie did for Doctor Strange what um, Ragnarok did for Thor. Mm. Where it like took him outside of like this very conventional type of... You know, I'm just a magician. And like to gave like him break him out into this crazy yeah. world, you know. And like it, ga- it gave him that extra like taking away his hammer, right? Right. Yeah, it kind of did. Right. 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 Because now there's no like eye of Agamotto that he's depending yeah. on. Yeah. Um, he does have the cape. He does have the cape. Yo, speaking of cape, when he was inhabiting the dead Doctor Strange body, mm-hmm. he this dude literally made a cape out of demons. It's true. That was freaking <laughs> sick, man. Also, speaking of capes, yeah, this is kind of a little bit unrelated. Okay, but like, imagine in like the third or fourth Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. um, he he like loses his cape or something, right? Okay, and then like in an after credit scene, we just see um someone like picking up the cape, slinging like putting it on, mm-hmm. and then we pan up, and we see the black and white face of Spawn. Jesus, man. You just took this to like whole another level there. Isn't Sp- Spawn, Spawn Marvel? No, he's Image. He is he he's he, is he even connected to Marvel at all? No. Oh, he's not. No, Image Comics, man. It's a whole whole different imprint. I thought he was connected to Marvel. <laughs> no, oh, I wish, man. That would be incredible. But no, he's not. He's oh. not. Um. Uh, all right. So let's see. What else do we have left to chat about? Oh, and the second after credit scene was poor Bruce Campbell. <laughs> what is what do you call himself? Pizza ball guy or something? Pizza yeah. ball man? Something like Yeah, that. but he ended up um He was like punching himself for three finally, weeks. Yeah. Three weeks. And then he finally stops and he's like, Oh, it's done. <laughs> and then the movie's over and we cut to black. No, no, no. And then he says, like, it's done. Oh yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah. Alright, sorry. He did say that. The funny thing is that this guy apparently was getting dressed every day and going to work every day for three weeks. Whilst punching himself nonstop, <laughs> this dude was getting dressed, going to the bathroom, everything, just brushing while, his oh, teeth, oh, brushing oh, his oh. teeth. Can you imagine that? Brushing. His You're basically teeth. giving your hand a weapon to stab you with a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, very painful existence that Bruce Campbell had <laughs> for three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap this up by chatting a little bit about what this movie means for the MCU. Yeah. Right. Um, clearly. It didn't mean that mutants are coming in. No. It didn't mean that the Fox properties are coming in. I mean, we saw one of the characters. Sure, but 
uh, clearly that's not going to be the person playing yeah. Professor X in, in the 616 universe. But um, I think... It means we get America Chavez it in. It does, I yeah. think through America Chavez, that means that <clears throat> we're going to be able to assemble uh, the Young, young Avengers. Avengers. It, it would be very possible for her to bring in... Mind you, there's people that she has met that we haven't. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind, right? Like in yeah. her universe, she has clearly met other people that are, you know, potential future members of the 616 world. Uh, Comertage um, is being rebuilt. Comertage is being rebuilt. Uh, Wanda... Wong, Wong is still Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, yeah, he is. Strange is not. Wanda is supposedly dead. I don't believe that for a second, man. There was, like, this blast of red energy that I guess could either mean, like, the building collapsed on her and <laughs> blew her to smithereens, mm-hmm. or she teleported out of there. By the way... She doesn't have the power to teleport. Dude, she's the Scarlet Witch. I'm sure if the wizard... <laughs> well, no, that's, that's a good point. She needed to use the sling ring, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Um, you know a detail that I really liked? What? And I, th- I gotta imagine that this was intentional. When she decided... Oh, by the way, the Darkhold... It's revealed in this movie that it's actually a copy, the book that she was holding, mm-hmm. because the original Dark Hole is written on the walls of this temple that they end up visiting. Yeah. Um, and this random sorcerer lady just, like, breaks the copy of the Dark Hole. Yeah, that was intense. Um, and so they have to go to this temple to be able to... See the know, original. Like see the, yeah, the original. Uh, so that she could commune with it. But then it ends up being, like, this prophetic temple that, you know, talked about her, like, ruling the whole all reality and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, these creatures were, like, her, like, goons. Yeah, Cathan-looking creatures. Mm-hmm. And apparently the temple was built by this character, Cathan. Which is, like, the first ever demon. or Something like that, yeah. Um, but the, the, the point that I was getting to is that um, the way that she ends up destroying that temple and thus destroying the Darkhold mm. uh, is by, like, raising up the top half of it and then dropping it onto yeah. the rest of it. I got to imagine that this was intentional. Remember how Ultron was going to destroy the world to how? restart it? By lifting up Sokovia into the sky and then dropping it like a meteor? Oh, really? Yeah, in Age of oh, Ultron. Oh, yeah. I, I was always wondering, like, why is Sokovia floating? And then I, I never yeah. realized that that was his plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had, he had like, installed thrusters that were going to be, like, uh, not mm. only was it going to be gravity, but it was going to be, like, thrusters, like, shooting it down, like, if it was a, a meteor descending. Although, I don't think that would destroy the entire Earth. It's very possible that it could have thrown up, like, cloud of dust, like, in like when the dinosaurs went extinct. Mm. Covered the sun for days, etc. Like, it would have been catastrophic for planet Earth. Mm. For sure. Uh, so, was Sokovia that big? Yeah. Apparently. Mm. Yeah. Um, but th- but I love the fact that this seemed very similar to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, she was lifting up a chunk of this temple to bring it down and collapse everything. Mm-hmm. And it seemed almost like, I don't know, this poetic full circle in a way. Yeah. You know, back to like, because that was so much part of her origin, right? Sokovia Mm -hmm. and Ultron and all that. Uh, So that part was really, really interesting. But anyway, okay, so um, no mutants or anything. America Chavez brings the ability to bring Billy and Tommy into 616 to join, you know, possibly the... Young Avengers. If, if anything um, is possible in the multiverse, technically America can find a universe where, I don't know, the boys are like depressed, they have no parents, 
and yeah. and they're looking to like get into like a new universe. Anything sure. is possible in the multiverse, right? Pretty much. So yeah. like they can take them and like put them into exactly the universe that they want to by putting them into the six one six. I think so. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that what this movie absolutely does is set up the grounds for <clears throat> Secret Wars. Yes. Um, and Secret Wars, specifically the Secret Wars, the latest story arc called Secret Wars that happened in comics, where mm. there were two universes, the 616 and the 1616 or something like that, mm. like the universe from the Ultimates that started oh, with the Ultimate yeah. comics. Those two universes were colliding. Mm-hmm. Like an incursion, right? That was yeah. intru- the idea that was introduced in this movie. And so those two universes colliding was going to mean that they were all going to be destroyed. Yeah. They were both going to be destroyed. And like Doom ruled the universe or right. something? Right. What, what happened is that Doom, Doctor Strange, and this other guy whose name I forget, they made a deal with these very powerful entities to let them basically create a new reality out of the blending of these two universes. Mm-hmm. And that is what led to Battle World. Yeah. Battle World is like this reality that Doom rules like God. Yeah. And he's like all in white. Oh, really? Yeah. And he has a police, which is all the Thors from the multiverse. <laughs> For real. It's like the Thor core. Wow. It's crazy. Um, and he has nations established throughout the entire battle world Mm. and all of them are ruled by different parties so there's like one nation that is all uh captain britain core really yeah and all ruled by them and there's another nation that is ruled by um what is it hulks or something like that there's another nation that like all these different nations right wait all these different nations that are all ruled by the different a, groupings a, a, of people a variant of the same person no 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 it's not like a bunch of copies of the same person no oh no it's just like different characters that he kind of grouped together according to oh. interests or something okay. like that yeah and then he ends up um he takes johnny storm the human torch and doesn't he make him he like he turns him into the sun wait how does... he basically makes him go into a state of supernova like that huge explosion that he does oh but nonstop. Again, he's God. He can do whatever he wants. So that's basically his punishment to Johnny Storm for, for defying him. He Oh, he defied him? Yeah. Imagine how messed up that is. Dang. He's constantly exploding nonstop. And he is the son for Battleworld. And then he kill. He's supposed to kill Reed Richards, I think. And then... Um, no. He takes, he takes Sue Storm, Reed Richards' wife, mm-hmm. and his children as his own. Really? Yeah, Doom does. And then he erases everybody's minds. Bro, I want to read this. Do this is you... awesome. I have the hardcover. You, you it's really have, good. You have the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have the hardcover, the whole collection. Um, but anyway, my point is that this sets it up perfectly because the, the, this concept of incursion mm-hmm. is perfect. And if they do Battle World... They're going to have to do like multiple movies of Secret Wars. Oh, definitely. This is at least two movies. Mm-hmm. Right? Infinity War and Endgame style. I think that one whole movie could basically lead up to the point where the incursion happens. Mm-hmm. And then the second movie can pick up with this crazy reality and we're trying to figure out how the hell did we get here. Yeah. Um, I think that this is a perfect a perfect way, this next huge event, uh, being Secret Wars, perfect way to clean up every mess. Mm-hmm. 
now you can bring in any character that you want. Because in, at the end of a battle world, what ends up happening is that, long story short, a new reality is formed. A new one? A new universe is formed. From battle world? From battle world that blends all these characters into one universe. That's actually how Miles Morales ended up coming over. Really? Into the 616 world. Wait, um, when, while Doom was God, mm-hmm. um, were Doctor Strange and the other guy, did he also like wipe their minds? No. Doctor oh. Strange and the other guy, well, the other guy is like trapped under some like temple. They oh. hid him for some reason that is later on found out in the story. Um, but Doctor Strange is the only one who knows the truth. Mm. Like, he's the only one along with Doom who knows everything that came before. No one else does. Mm. And he does it. He plays along with it because he sees it as the only way to maintain all these people alive. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Um, I think this sets up the grounds, not immediately, but in a few movies, we're there. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure we're there. Uh, what else does it mean for the MCU, man? I mean, obviously, well, we know that Secret like we know for a fact that Secret Wars is happening. Like, we literally saw a trailer. What? But, what do you mean? Uh, we saw a quick teaser. For Secret Wars? Yeah. No. With Nick Fury taking off, with Nick Fury. No, you're thinking about Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about Secret Invasion. <sighs> yeah, yeah, no, that's different. No, this is this is a big event. <clears throat> this is larger than Endgame, pretty much. Really? Yeah. And I got to imagine that like what they're going to do is that the whole thing of the world's coming together, mm. that whole thing is going to have Kang as the main villain. Kang? Because it makes sense. Yeah. Really? It makes sense that Kang is trying to like destroy these two universes by making them clash now, or something like that. Kang's dead. Huh? No, he's not. He who remains is dead. Oh, yeah. But remember he said like, you think I'm bad? Wait until you see my variants. Mm, yeah. That's Kang, baby. <laughs> I got to imagine that the plot that's going to lead, like from now, I think, is when Kang is going to start picking picking up mm-hmm. steam. And I got to imagine that Kang is going to be the one that's like threatening to collide these two universes to destroy them because yeah. they like ticked them off or something. And then as a result comes Battle World. Mm-hmm. So like, I, think, I think like the main event of the first movie is probably going to be with Kang as like the Thanos of the whole thing. See Doom, dude. I can't wait for Doom to be introduced. I I I, oh I really want to see Doom. Yeah, I still hold on to hope that that um that the Bavarian style city that we saw in Moon Knight mm-hmm. that that is actually Latveria. Hmm. Wait, what's that? Isn't that Doom's world? That's the that's the country that he runs. Mm, yeah. It's like a tiny uh, East European country. Mm. Yeah, I I hold on to hope that that's what that that's what that place was. We'll wait and see. Any last words about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Um, one word. What's that? Actually, five words, I think. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Your mamu? Yes. I've come to bargain. Oh, you're the man. Well, um, I think I give this movie, um, you know what? I'll join you in the... 4.5? No, I'm going to give it four stars. I give it four stars. I think that it was... um, It was oddly paced at times. Mm. I felt it was too long. It did feel a little long at times. Yeah. Even though it was like two hours, like Mm -hmm. a kind of normal Marvel movie. Right. 
Um, it just felt like freaking like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. When I was watching that movie, mm-hmm. it honestly didn't feel like four hours to me. It right. didn't feel that long. This yeah. movie felt longer than that. Yeah, I kind of agree. It did have some parts where where I started feeling the length of it. Um, but but it did have. Uh, I it'll I I think one of the things that takes away a star for me mm-hmm. is that I wanted to see. I guess more growth in Strange. Really? Yeah. And like his attitude at the end of all this wasn't very reflective. It was just like, yeah, I got a third eye now. Let's hop into the dark dimension. <laughs> that was weird to me. I don't know. It, did, it just, it felt like, uh, you know, what, what did he pick up from all this? What did he learn from all this? Was it yeah. just like there was a threat and I saved the world from this threat? I don't know. It doesn't seem like that. Like, it, look, it seems to me like if I'm Doctor Strange and I'm one of the leading protectors of this reality yeah. and I deal with magic and sorcery and all this kind of stuff and I just saw what Wanda had become and I know that the multiverse is out there, mm-hmm. I would be worried about what comes next. Mm-hmm. What did Wanda, what did Scarlet Witch unlock? Yeah. What did this multiversal craziness unlock? Like, there was, it just seemed to be like no concern. Like, yep, yeah, let's rebuild the camertage and, and we're all good. Let's keep on going about our lives. So, that part to me felt a little bit lacking, I think. But aside from that, this movie was fun. It was trippy. The visuals were incredible. It was um, cool banter back and forth. It was kind of creepy at times. I love the Sam Raimi feel of the whole thing. The music was great. Um, great acting. Elizabeth Olsen just continues to like pwn everybody when it comes to acting, <laughs> except maybe Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac, Jesus Christ! But that's those a, two are rocking it, man. I mean, like, but when it comes to acting, Oscar Isaac—that's a conversation in our Moon Knight episode. Yeah, which you should definitely listen to. Uh, but yeah, I think I give this this movie four stars. I think it was a really cool thing, man. I was happy to be back at the theaters mm-hmm. watching a Marvel movie, yeah, a Marvel like Studios a, a movie. Re, like an event movie. Yeah. It just felt great. It felt really good. I was really happy with it. So uh, them's my thoughts. Four stars. 4.5. Thank you all for joining us for this review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Again, if you haven't seen the movie in theaters, my God, go and watch it. Uh, it is definitely, definitely worth your time. Uh, remember, if you want to learn more about us, learn more about the podcast, how you can subscribe, watch some of our latest videos, or get in contact with us, you can do all this at geekology101.com. That's our website. Head over to the bottom of the site, and there you're going to see a form where you can shoot us a message. Or, if you prefer more traditional means, you can hit us up at g101podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by getting your first audiobook for free on us by going over to audibletrial.com slash g101. That's audibletrial.com slash g101. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Your mama! It's over. Game over.